My name is Joanne Averson, and this is the podcast, Pain Removed, Performance Improved. Very recently, a very dear friend of mine was sharing with me about her boyfriend, who's a personal trainer. Now, personal training is something I really love, not just because I happen to have a fabulous one, but also because I think it's a really valuable resource if you can afford it and if you can find somebody listening to you in a way that works for exactly that reason, because they're listening to you and because they're giving you feedback. But that's not the point of this story today. What I wanted to talk about was this particular personal trainer who has his own gym and he brings people to that gym and works with women mostly. It was a comment he'd made to my much-loved friend about how fed up he was at looking on Instagram and seeing images of how we can fast, furious to fitness and fit at 50, get out there and do, and shred or dead or remove fat faster with a fascia blaster and all those kinds of high impact images all over Instagram, Facebook, social media that give you the impression that if you're really doing it properly and you're really working hard enough and you really go for the burn and you really get busy and intent on your training schedules and so on, that somehow or other that is closely related to health. It will remove pain. It will improve your performance if only you work hard enough and dedicatedly enough at that performance. Now, let's protect these people I'm talking about. Let's call him Simon. That's not his name. But I want to say to you, Simon, I am right with you. And it's music to my ears not because I'm making everybody on Facebook wrong or on Instagram wrong or on social media wrong. I'm not making anyone wrong. I'm right with you in educating our understanding of how our living tissue works, of how one size simply does not fit all. And the way you work and the timing and the time you spend working actually has a huge impact on your fascial matrix. Now, what do we mean by that? Well, connective tissue is far more than scaffolding. It doesn't just passively join things together in the body and if you pound them with a with a tool or you just roll them on a vicious looking roller or force them into shapes at any speed, you're actually inviting trouble because that's not how the living fabric of your form works. It's alive and well. It is sentient. It knows how to preserve and save your life. Sometimes has a better idea of how to do that than we do. And its health actually responds to intelligent treatment. 
And one of the things that Simon was commenting on was that the careful consideration, the slower, softer approach, the less is more actually, can be super valuable in understanding our whole matrix and how to really remove pain and improve performance over time to our deep benefit and to the accumulation of our health. And I want to look at this particularly from the point of view of time and timing, because your timeline, your lifeline, if you want to see it in linear time, which is only one way of looking at it, but let's just consider that we're born and we go from embryo to neonate and then we're we're newborn and then we are a child and a toddler and an adolescent and an adult and then we eventually become an elder if we are fortunate enough to stay here for a length of time. And that progress of time is writ large in your fascial matrix. It's almost as if the fascia, the connective tissue, the shape of you the fabric of you, tells the story of that timeline. So accomplished practitioners who really know what they're doing and have a lot of experience can actually read it. And what I mean by that is they can touch it, they can sense in many ways through their haptic perception, through their touch skills, through their seeing skills, through their listening skills how to feed back what works, what optimizes that tissue. And it's far more than a data-based quantitative reading of information about you or be they x-rays or scans or blood counts or whatever. It's far more than that. It's an experienced sensory awareness of your multidimensional sensory form. In other words, you walking in the door, your demeanor, your posture, your your gait. And again, I'm not talking about the data from gait analysis. I'm talking about the way you move your hips, the way you move your feet, the way you focus on your movement as what I call a bioemotional awareness. Now, when we get into the technical stuff about personal training, we're all taught biomechanics and various things. They all sound complicated, but I want to bring you to the idea that there's nothing mechanical about us. There are reflexes in our system that we could call a mechanical reflex. But we are bioemotional creatures. Our emotions drive us to move. Our energy in motion is the expression of our movement and our being. And that's what makes us alive. And that matrix, that living matrix, that architecture of us, that soft tissue matter that makes us up is made of fascia. And fascia is a sensory organ. It's the largest sensory organ of the body and it's arguably the most sensitive. Because all the sensory matrix of you, the nerves, for example, are wrapped in fascia. And what communicates between them is fascia. And what travels them 
from one part of your body to another so that your brain and your heart and your liver and your viscera and every part of you can be part of an integrated whole is your fascia. It doesn't work separately. It's part of an integrated whole and it manifests your breathing pattern and your breathing pattern describes it. It manifests your shape and your form and your form describes it. So let's look at three aspects of it because it's a huge topic and one that we're going to explore in all kinds of ways over the coming episodes. But I want to look at what I mean about why I think Simon's completely right, basically, about his focus on individuality, because one size does not fit all, about the dose of training and the degree to find out what fits you. And that for me is the essence of having a personal trainer in that they can feed back to you what works for you at the time. Now, in every modality, there's there's good and there's bad. There's people that have a list of what they're going to do with you and you just come in and walk in the door and they put you through that protocol. Sure. And go ahead. If that's what you're built for, you do that. It's not a problem. But what I'm sharing with Simon is this view that one size doesn't fit all and the dose and degree, like any medicine, that works best for you is worth uncovering. And it's always worth having some help to do that. We go for help when we want to learn new recipes or cook something. We go to help when we want to learn to drive a car. We go for help when we want to learn how to play an instrument or speak a language. And I love the idea that we go for help to get feedback on what's optimal for our bodies at the time. So individuality, dose and degree. And pain removed and performance improved are based on these premises. And they're also based on the timing of them, i.e. the past, the present and the yet to become. Now, based on the past, the fascial matrix, one size does not fit all, is simply because historically you're the only person that's lived in your body. You have the only body that's done you this lifetime. Now, the fascia is writ large and hidden deep in the obvious. The way you've lived your life in that pattern is entirely yours. So it's going to be unique. And what that means is every day, every hour, every minute, every second, you are moving or you are still and you are giving feedback and receiving feedback from your fascia. So your architecture could be described as the page upon which your body story is written. But it's your story. It's unique to you. And that's where we need to be very careful about the speed at which we pattern interrupt that long-standing pattern that's been there. Because that's what you're effectively doing if you want to get fit or change that shape. You're creating a pattern interrupt. And it's very powerful 
to have feedback as to the most appropriate way to do that for you and the timing of it. So for example, if you suddenly go to a gym and there's a trainer there who's working with you and you decide that more is better and you're going to do it hour after hour on a given day or every single day, bear in mind that there are very particular recovery times for fascia, for the connective tissue matrix. And in, for example, elite athletics, there are very specific timings for when to train optimally. And there's also very specific parameters about the amount of time that you spend training. Now, Simon would take care of all of those things and he would stand guardian, and I am right with him, around how long you train for and how frequently you train. And then we talk about the dose and the degree, how much of a new pattern you introduce at the time and how much time you spend doing it each time and how long you spend between those times. So those new patterns get introduced to the body gently. Why? Because it's your largest sensory organ. And when we do things forcefully and powerfully, it's like punching ourselves. And this is why my dear friends Sue Hitzman and Jill Miller both work with using balls and foam rollers, but they are done with such common sense, with such wisdom and with such listening in to the body. So there's no forceful bashing or blasting this delicate matrix that even in a Viking type body bound muscle builder is nonetheless sensitive to brute force and being beaten with anything hard or pointed because it responds to texture. It responds very intelligently to the way in which you work on it. And good body workers know that because it depends on how they use their hands. Now, I'm personally trained in structural integration, which is sometimes referred to as rolfing. And that's known for people will say, oh, my God, you're going to hurt me. And it's this and it's that. Well, yes, it is quite strong and intense. However, it's done that way slowly, carefully, thoughtfully and with the client. It's not just about pummeling, bashing and hurting the body. There's so much more to it than that, because one size does not fit all. And we all have a volume control. And sometimes it can be very beneficial to move the volume control as a pattern interrupt. But that doesn't mean you force it to full blast and then turn it the other way to silence. You very gently, in increments, expand the listening capacity for the sound waves. In other words, you turn the volume up gently. And if you think about that in terms of volume when you're listening to music, if you suddenly turn it on full volume or suddenly turn it off full volume, it's actually very difficult to listen. And it's the in-betweens, the gentle turning up and turning down, the modulation of what we listen to, that actually empowers us 
to enjoy the sound or enjoy what we're listening to and the content. So given that context of gentle increase in pressure or gentle increase in timing or speed or slowness, gentle increase in the amount that you do at the time, overtime is a crucial element in keeping healthy while you begin to discover the best way to do that for you. And the last point was degree. So we were looking at one size does not fit all, the dose and the degree. And that's true of all medicine. Medicine can be very powerful. However, however powerful it is, an overdose can be fatal. Now, that doesn't mean that that medicine is bad. It means the dosage of it was too much at once for the system that overdosed. And this is why timing of body work is so absolutely crucial. And words like shredding and fast fit and blasting and quick fix I'm with Simon on that. Take it slow, take it consciously, and take it over time. And in that process, if you're listening to your fascia, remember it's listening to you. It's forming the foundation of your proprioceptive sense. That means your sense of yourself. And the same root word, proprio in Latin, is inappropriate. So I'd go seeking a personal trainer like Simon if I were you, even if it's just for one or two sessions, to get some real feedback on the timing, on the care, on the dose and the degree of your training. And here's the key. Your fascia is a sensory architecture and it's yours. It's exclusively yours. It's one continuous organ of shape, of architecture. So whatever shape you're in, treat yourself kindly and it will respond in kind. Because it can. So take good care of yourself. Stay close. Stay safe. And I look forward to you joining me for the next episode.